and welcome to the Life of Learning podcast. I am Justus Frank and today I'm looking into the question of are teachers really experts? Um, and this question kind of came up for me because yes, okay, we all sometimes go on Facebook and we see those discussions. We're like, oh, do I jump into this discussion? And in the end, I have decided, uh, well, not really. I, I won't uh, write a whole lot of things down. I had started writing whole things down. Instead, I will make a video um, and make a podcast. So there we go. This is what I'm going to do. And uh, yeah, so the the post, uh, the Facebook post, was uh, by a friend who was asking about. Um, a question to do with homeschooling and then a teacher uh, wrote in one of the comments you know why would someone basically homeschool in the first place and uh, actually my sister wrote back and said well why would someone school in the first place and so the teacher replied that it had to do with efficiency and efficacy I'm just going to focus on the efficacy part um, at the moment. So this is kind of, I'm just going to share a little bit what he wrote and then I'm going to share my thoughts after that. So this is what um, the teacher wrote. He said, in terms of efficacy, I'd still wager that a trained and qualified professional is always going to do a better job than even the most well-intentioned amateur. That maxim holds true for haircuts, home ele electrical work, orthodontics, cardiac surgery, and education. So uh, those were his uh, comments and just I guess in terms of yeah that you know teachers are professionals and so therefore they're the best people to uh, teach. But this is kind of and I struggle to know quite what to say because this is a thing. Um, what do teachers actually do? And we know that um, schools and things, they're supposed to do with learning. And um, let's just focus on learning for a minute. So learning is a bit like eating. No one can actually do it for you. Um, you know, other than in eating, okay, the analogy doesn't fully work in terms of you can shove uh, things down people's throats. And certainly in, when it comes to learning, people do try to shove things down people's throats, so to speak, metaphorically speaking. Um, and this is the thing, though. We would we wouldn't like it if some self-proclaimed expert just came up to us and told us what we should eat and how we should eat it. Um, and that's often what teaching, particularly in school, is like. It's it's like telling people what they should eat and why they should like eating it. Um, and, but have they actually earned their authority in the lives of the people that are teaching? And what does it mean for when a person says they are an expert in teaching anyway? So I agree that specialists are the best at doing certain specialist areas. But the question is, what are teachers actually a specialist at? If you just heard that someone was a teacher and that's all you knew, what does that actually mean that they're a specialist at? Just hearing the title teacher, 
and tells you nothing really about what they are good at. If you should hear the title Mathematics Teacher, that might give you a bit more of an idea uh, about what they're about. Uh, you may know that they've got an interest in mathematics. But again, why not just call yourself a mathematician? What does the addition of the label teacher actually add to uh, what you're saying? Does it mean that you're actually less interested in mathematics directly and you're less interested in modeling an interest in mathematics? Are you actually in fact more interested in telling people what to do and how to do it? And so in a sense the subject doesn't really even matter so much in terms of what is the more important thing, mathematics or the fact that you're a teacher? Um, and that's kind of, I think, an interesting question because teaching is just simply sharing knowledge, but do you actually have something worth sharing knowledge about? Like just the label teacher on its own doesn't really mean anything. It's like saying that you're an expert. What does that mean? Unless you're an expert in something, um, the label being an expert makes no sense whatsoever. So in his comments he brought up uh, people who bake and, and other things like that. And so let's just have a quick look at what these people do. So a baker produces bread, for instance. A barber uh, forms a haircut. An electrician wires up a house. An orthodontist um, can set braces, but a teacher, like, what do they produce? What, what's the end product? What, what exactly are they a specialist in? Are they a specialist in making people learn? Well, again, no, because it's like saying that you can shove food down people's throats whether they want it or not. It's, it just doesn't actually work. You can't make people learn. Do they help people learn? Uh, well, what do we mean by help? And why should anyone listen to the knowledge that a teacher decides to share? And this is the thing, this is the difference between um, a teacher and a lot of those other professions that were named there. So for instance, if we want to also make bread, we might listen to a baker because we know they are capable of making bread. We've seen them making bread before and we know they're fully capable. And so therefore, if we also want to learn to make bread, we can ask that person. And we know that they will have the expertise to be able to uh, share that knowledge with us. If we want to uh, cut someone's hair, uh, we may listen to a barber um, because we've seen them cut other people's hair and we know that they know what they're doing. Um, so again, if we want to be more healthy, maybe, uh, we'll actually listen to someone who actually looks healthy, who is healthy. Uh, we wouldn't necessarily listen to someone who is very overweight and all these other things. Um, we want to actually see someone who, where we can actually see that they are capable of this thing. So, um, if teaching is anything, I would say that it's more about sharing your knowledge uh, of a pursuit, a passion, a skill, activity, 
that you are preferably currently engaged in um, and you're sharing that with someone else who is interested. Um, so yes, for instance, uh, let's take another example. If someone is really passionate about Roman history and they've thoroughly studied it, then uh, you may also you may also then have an interest in Roman history and you'll go to that person because you know, oh, they've got a really deep knowledge and I really want to uh, them to share some of that knowledge with me. And even when we think back, I'm not saying exactly that all teachers, like, teachers can share valuable knowledge with you and so I'm not saying that they can't. And for instance, uh, like, um, there was a teacher, particularly my, my sisters talked a lot about him, uh, a teacher called Mr. Wolf, who was very passionate about history, for instance. And he was himself a very much engaged in the topic. And so it was from that himself being really engaged in the topic that some of that engagement and some of that interest also transferred to the students that he was teaching and then they became more interested and were able to learn as well. So was he first and foremost a historian or was he first and foremost someone who tells people uh, what to do or what to think and how they should think it? And I would say, yeah, first and foremost, he's passionate about history and his telling people about it is simply an overflow of that rather than making um, telling people the central thing. But here's the thing, that's not how most teachers operate and certainly not most of the time. Is uh, Most teachers that I, I know and have seen, they're not continuously delving into the, the topics that they're teaching in an ever deeper um, sort of manner. They're not uh, pushing themselves to get better at these topics that they're often teaching. So there's been a bit of a trend that exactly teachers aren't necessarily teaching content and um, that's maybe not as important but rather that teachers are actually teaching people to learn they're helping people to learn but again there is a really massive gap in that most teachers um, don't really actually put themselves through the learning process and analyze the process so I've just finished, recently finished a book called Ultra Learning by Scott Young, which is a fantastic book. And I deeply respect what Scott has to say about learning. And why is that? Well, again, because he's actually shown that he is really, really capable of learning. He uh, completed uh, a self-directed learning program for himself uh, of completing an MIT computer science degree in less than a year. And he learned four different languages to a proficient level in one year. He uh, learned to sketch portraits in one month. And throughout all these various uh, things that he learned, he analyzed um, himself and he studied also the process that he was going through. Um, but, you know, as a former school teacher, that's not what I saw in myself while I was a teacher. I didn't, and I didn't really see it in my peers either. And this is the thing like where is the 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 actual learning happening by teachers what are what are the learning projects that teachers are going through and showing that they are themselves also learners and that they are actually 
capable of an expert in how to learn things. And this is what I'm trying to do, obviously, uh, with this podcast here. Like, why should anyone listen to me? And these podcasts are about giving people a glimpse into my life and what I'm learning, how I'm learning it, uh, and me analyzing the various experiences that I come that uh, eventuate in life for me. And you know, and maybe you see you see what I'm doing, and and maybe you, maybe you don't. Uh, maybe you feel that you know the things that I'm sharing uh, and my experiences that I do have something valuable to say about learning, and maybe you don't. But at the end of the day, you know, time uh, will continue to tell whether I'm living by and modeling the things that I'm actually talking about. And that's really the key, is um, you know model baking a great cake and people will ask you to share your knowledge of how to bake the cake uh, model learning and people will ask you how you learn um, but it's not about forcing it it's not about because forcing it just breaks the possibility for real learning um, so is a teacher an expert well no and see this is I don't really think so not and maybe I should say not necessarily um, it doesn't make sense to say you are an expert in teaching because it depends if you are an expert in something else first What people sometimes I think mean really when they say They're an expert in teaching is that they're an Expert at being an expert which doesn't fully make sense. You need to be an expert in something before you can uh you know before you can actually share that knowledge so what are teachers actually an expert in or what are they passionate about what are they really involved and in, in in the first place and simply saying that you are an expert and being an expert doesn't really mean anything um, so unless you've already shown that you are capable of being an expert in a wide range of other fields so and this is the thing like I know that you know in terms of teachers how much time uh, do teachers spend reading for their own enjoyment how involved are they in reading for themselves while they're trying to teach other people how to read how much uh, time do teachers spend writing stories and engaging in writing for themselves and instead of just telling other people how to get better at writing and at the end of the day this is why I think um, that a parent can be much better than a teacher because a teacher has this mindset of that they're an expert in basically being an expert which doesn't make any sense while a parent is not so much focused on that they're just intent on actually living life and living life really well and modeling that to to um, their children so yeah, who's better, a parent or a teacher? Well, I think when it comes to something, for instance, like reading, a parent who models reading, who enthusiastically shares the meaning they got from a book maybe, and enjoys reading books together with their child, uh, and can have a genuine conversation with their child about what their child might be reading, is going to be a far more effective teacher than any official teacher, uh, where it's hard for children to tell how excited does my teacher actually get about books personally 
and you know any questions that the teacher often asks regarding a child's reading usually is more interested in discerning the decoding or comprehension levels of um, the child rather than just being genuinely interested in the conversation. Um, not to mention that there's inevitable worksheets and other activities that are designed to once again test uh, students. So there's a thing, certainly at the primary level, you know, I wouldn't say that you need a huge amount of expertise in the first place uh, and you just need a, a certain baseline sort of interest in reading and in writing uh, for for the children around you to start actually being interested in those things as well and you being able to share some of your your um, your own thoughts around reading or writing and what you do and how you go about the process and yes as they get older children will be drawn to more specialist subjects again it's interesting why did they choose those specialist subjects uh what it is what is it in their environment around them and who are the people around them that have drawn them into those specialist subjects in which case you might already have in mind uh like if someone's if a child is attracted to a certain subject possibly because of a certain person then you already have possibly an expert already there who's able to share their knowledge further with that person and this is the thing like um yeah we can actually get in contact uh if you're needing someone for a specialist subject you can get in contact with that person with a person who is currently practicing a skill or is currently pursuing deeper knowledge in a certain topic and the thing is that in many cases this is not actually a professional teacher necessarily it is just someone who has a passion for a certain topic or for a certain skill and those are the people that you want to reach out for and those are the people that you want to be uh, sharing you want them sharing uh, the knowledge back into your life rather than those people who have come have an impression of themselves that they are an expert and being an expert which as I said before doesn't really make too much sense so teaching seems to be a way of trying to demand people take you as an authority without necessarily proving to them that they should actually take you seriously um, through modeling what you actually do if you are an expert at something uh, you shouldn't need the title to proclaim that you are so as you know I yeah I used to be a school teacher and as you can tell my views around this have obviously shifted quite dramatically um, so yeah but I hope you really enjoyed this podcast and uh, I hope to speak to you all soon all right thanks cheers bye